Welcome to the Avail Podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're sitting down with Jaime Loya. Since 1995, Jaime serves as senior and founding pastor of Cross Church, a bilingual multi-site ministry in San Benito, Texas. Aside from his pastoral duties, Pastor Loya serves as a mentor and ministry consultant to other pastors in America and around the world. He's regarded as one of the most influential Hispanic voices of this generation. In this episode, Jaime will touch on two areas of leadership that he is passionate about, finding your purpose and reaching your full potential. So lean in, leaders, and let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Avail podcast. We talk about leadership, leadership, leadership in ministry, in the marketplace, pastors, ministry leaders, Christians who are influencing. We always sit with amazing leaders. Today, we're sitting down with Pastor Jamie Loya. He's a good friend. He's a friend of the house. We love unique leaders who are leading in unique ways and making an impact, not only locally, but nationally and globally. That is exactly what Pastor Jamie Loya is doing. Pastor Jamie, it's good to have you on the Avail podcast. How are you feeling? Hey, Virgil, I'm good. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. I always consider it an honor and a privilege when we get to not only speak to audiences around the world, but specifically to leaders because we know that leaders lead, right? And leaders influence and they impact. And so it's it's always a, a blessing, if you will, uh, to have the opportunity. And I just want to personally thank you. I want to thank Sam Chan, yeah. who's been a major influence in my life mm. and in our ministry. I consider him, aside from a friend, I consider him a mentor. And I just want to thank him publicly for all that he does for leaders and for the kingdom of God. But it's a pleasure to be with you and God bless every person who's watching and listening to this podcast. Yeah, that's good. I think I think Dr. Sam Chan has a very special place in a lot of our hearts. Uh Pastor yep. Jamie, you and I, we got we got a lot of things in common. I feel like I feel like you're my brother from another mother, but you live in Texas <laughs> and I live in Florida. And uh, I, I love, I love hearing about and getting to know pastors who are really making an impact in their community, but doing it in unique ways. I'm going to let you share a little bit about, about your ministry, you know, what God has called you and your wife to specifically there in San Benito, Texas. And I think our Vail audience always gets, uh, they appreciate getting to know uh, our leaders a little better. So can you just share a little bit about yourself for our Avail audience? Yeah, definitely. And thank you so much once again. And I think the word you just used is, is exactly right. It's a very unique yes right? Uh, Situation that we're in. And I was born and raised here in the Rio Grande Valley, deep South Texas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people know about it. Some people don't. Uh, We're right by the Mexican border between Brownsville and McAllen. Mm -hmm. And by God's grace and mercy, you know, my wife and I started our church back in the day, 28 years ago now, when I was only 20 years old, didn't have a clue to what we were doing or what I was signing up for. Had I known, right? Had I known uh, Sam Chan back then or somebody who would, you know, knock any sense into me, I might have done it differently. But, uh, you know, we had this call and we had this passion. We had this burden, started the church in our living room. And here we are 28 28 years later, and we have five locations 
and in the process of starting number six in the city of San Antonio. Wow. And a couple of things that are different about us, unique, if you will, is that we are a full-fledged, full-blown bilingual ministry, Woo! which means, amen. So we're we're reaching both worlds, right? We're reaching the Spanish-speaking world as well as the English speaking world. And we have a full-fledged bilingual ministry. We have services in English and in Spanish. Almost everything we do from our websites to our songs, to our translations, <laughs> to our materials are all translated right into both languages. And, you know, so God has given us the ability to break down, if you will, that language barrier and to reach across multiple generations. And so, you know, so, so it's a privilege. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a great opportunity that we have as a ministry to not only reach, you know, bilingual cities yeah. and regions, but as many of us know, the Hispanic community, at least in the U.S., is the fastest growing demographic. And so we want to take full advantage, if you will, and take every opportunity to reach as many people as we can for Christ. And so we do ministry, like I said, in both languages and so that's allowed us to extend our reach. And uh, and God's been really good to us. God's been really good to us. We're one of the only multi-site bilingual churches that I know of in the entire United States. And so we're in a very unique opportunity in a very unique region, uh, again, with a desire to keep reaching more people for Christ. I love this, uh, Pastor Jamie. And, and, you know, like I said earlier, uh, we we share something, and I think it's doing doing church in two languages, which a is not easy, b not everybody's called to it, uh, and c there's yeah. not a lot of a lot of churches and pastors doing it so successfully and so well. So I think uh, you and I have a great responsibility. And I would say uh, with the trajectory you have and together with your wife and your church, uh, a great responsibility to empower and encourage and inspire some other churches and leaders who might have that same calling. Maybe for some it's English and Creole. Maybe for some it's, you know, English and French, you know, or Portuguese. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's a beautiful model. And I, I think you're a great leader. I want to talk leadership. And I know specifically we're going to be framing today's conversation. We could do it a lot of things because you're a great leader and you're, you have a lot of experience, but I think, I think what, what, what we're going to lean in today based on what's on your heart is finding your purpose and reaching your potential. Let's start with purpose. And, and as a pastor, mm -hmm. as a leader, uh, can you speak to the importance of helping people find their purpose? And as a leader, finding your purpose, what's on your heart? Yeah, well, you know, the purpose, as you know, Virgil, has become a buzzword in our day. Mm -hmm. You know, you mentioned purpose and, and there's there's podcasts on purpose, there's books on purpose, the purpose driven life, so on and so forth. And so people are really interested in knowing and fulfilling their purpose. Unfortunately, as many people who are watching and listening know, you know, very few of us ever discover what our purpose sure. is. And so we're looking for purpose, uh, as one con country song says, right? Looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> and, and, you know, unless you make your purpose a priority, mm -hmm. 
And I think that's so important. And I think that's why so many of us really fail to find and fulfill our purpose is because our purpose, for whatever reason, never becomes our priority. It might be a passion. It might be a deep desire, but we never make it our priority. We're never willing to leave our comfort zone and go into the unknown, if you will, to discover exactly why we were born. You know, what were we gifted to do and and I think you know we've said it we've heard it that the two greatest days in the life of a person are when you're born and when you discover why and so you know as a pastor I feel it's my responsibility and and it's my purpose to help people find their purpose yeah that's good and so you know here at the church and we can unpack that a little bit if you want but here mm-hmm. at the church you know our our model of ministry is really geared toward not just gathering the saints you know and giving them another great message or sermon series but really uh digging deep doing a deep dive into what are you gifted to do what are you called to do because you know god gives us if you will these signposts throughout our life and and we talk about different ways a person can discover their purpose and you know when we get into the potential part which we'll talk about here in a minute that's where a person really reaches their full potential mm-hmm you know, you put a fish in water, all all of a sudden the fish finds its genius, right? You put a, a bird in the air and that's where it was made to fly. Mm-hmm. And so it is with us, you know, when we find our unique purpose, what not only we love, but what we were gifted to do, that's where most people are going to maximize their potential. And because we're speaking to business leaders, I would even say that's where you're going to maximize your profits. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when you find not just your passion, but when you find your purpose. And so we're really big on helping people identify their purpose, whatever that is, whether that's in the church or outside of the church, in ministry, marketplace, whatever the case. You know, I believe every person is born on purpose, with a purpose and for a purpose. And our church uh, really specializes in our ministry does in helping people discover their purpose. And I even wrote a book. Uh, I don't promote it much, but it's called Discover Who You Are. Hmm. And it's really based on that idea of helping a person understand once they come to Christ, their new life begins, right? But for many people, you know, coming to Christ means nothing more than perhaps uh, joining a church. Sure. Uh, You know, now we call ourselves Christians. uh, but, But the reality is, that we were, according to Scripture, born again into a whole new life. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people are not experiencing that life to the full, that abundant life that Jesus talks about in John chapter 10. And so that's what we help people discover, you know, is living that abundant life. It's not an easy life, but it is a great life. <laughs> and so I think that, you know, every person ought to prioritize their purpose, You know, before you leave this earth, you owe it to yourself and you owe it to God to discover what your purpose is, because that's where you and I really uh, discover and maximize our full potential. That's good. I have two questions. One is personal, and I'd love to hear when and how did you discover your purpose? And then two, how do you help on a practical level? 
how do you help a new person who comes to cross church, gives your life to the Jesus, maybe, maybe it takes a step in their faith and says, I want to get involved. I want to take steps in my life. What are maybe a few practical steps, obviously starting with making it a priority, right? So, so yeah. when did, when did pastor Jamie Loya discover his purpose? And then somebody who steps into your church and says, man, I want to, I want to be a part of this. What are yeah. some practical ways you help them? Yeah, and that those are two really good questions. Uh, you know, on a personal note, the way I discovered my purpose, and I think purpose is a process. Mm-hmm. You know, purpose is a process, and it needs to be pursued. Like I said, you make it a priority. You need to pursue your purpose, uh, uh, and and it, it unfolds in steps, if you will. So I was called by God at an early age. You know, I grew up in a church, in a traditional church. And, and so I felt a tug. I felt a call. I didn't surrender my life to the Lord until I was 16 years old. And, and soon after that, things began to unfold, <laughs> you know. Uh, in my life, I, I started ministry at a very young age. I got married at a very young age. We started the church at a very young age. And as they say, the rest has been history. Uh, but as, as I've drawn closer to God, you know, that, that purpose continues to unfold in my life. Mm-hmm. And so it's just really taking steps of obedience, you know, and then I guess the, the best way to say it is just taking that next step. Good. You know, what's that next step? And so I, I, when, when we teach this to our congregation, to our leaders, we say, where is it that you feel God is calling you to go? <clears throat> and we'll give some practical uh, steps to that, but where is it? Do you feel that God is calling you to go? And then I, I say this, and what's your next step to get there? Woo. Right. So if a person, for example, feels like, well, I feel that I'm called to the business world. I feel that I'm called uh, to do this or that. And sometimes that that road can seem very daunting, uh-huh. you know, because yeah. you're looking you're looking at the very end. Right. You're looking like, but I don't know how I'm going to get there. And I say, OK, well, what's the next step? What's the next step? What's something you can do today or tomorrow Good. to get you one step closer to fulfilling what you feel is your purpose? Now, one of the. uh I guess you could say one of the characteristics of knowing whether or not you're in your purpose is fulfillment. Mm. How fulfilled do you feel in what you're currently doing? So a lot of people, if you ask people, a lot of them don't feel fulfilled. Right. A lot of people feel a little bit lost and confused, you know, and they might be working a good job and they, they're not necessarily doing anything wrong. But if you ask them, they don't feel fulfilled in their heart. They don't feel fulfilled in their life. And so I think fulfillment is a key indicator, right, of whether or not you're walking in your purpose. And so, you know, we tell people, you know, what some of us have heard already, you know, that in order for you to identify your purpose, you got to look at certain things in your life, you know, your background, Mm -hmm. uh, you have to look at your education, uh, you have to look at experiences, you have to look at your skill set, at your giftings, at your passion. So looking at all of these markers, if you will, right, uh, where do I come from is an indication of where I'm going, Uh, what I've been through is an indication of where, you know, who God is calling me mm-hmm. to help. And so, again, looking at those, you know, your past, looking at your passion, looking at your giftings, and all of these, once again, are pointing, in my opinion, in one direction and in your purpose. And we can just, just for example, say, take the life of Moses. You know, Moses was in his day the most educated Hebrew, right, of all of the Hebrews and it just so happened that God used Moses to write the first five books right. of the Bible. 
You know, nobody else could have done that mm-hmm. had they not had the education that Moses had. So he created this language. He wrote, right, uh, the Torah. And so all of this, again, his education yeah. enabled him. And so I do want to mm-hmm. say this just as a word of encouragement, nothing will be wasted. You know, so That's so good. God is kind of orchestrating this, you know, and sometimes we feel like, man, I wasted four years of college if I'm going to be a pastor, right? Or whatever the case is. Well, not necessarily. That education can serve you. You know what I'm saying? And then if you look again, going back to the life of Moses, you know, God took him out of Egypt only to take him back. And so what he experienced, his experience, you know, the, the witnessing, he witnessed all these atrocities. He witnessed, you know, the, uh, the, the slavery, uh, you know, all of that. Well, all of that helped him. It birthed in him a passion. Mm -hmm. And he saw this injustice being done. And so that burning bush experience was something that was already burning on the inside of him, which caused him, right? We're using the biblical reference, um, but it caused him to kill the Egyptian and then flee for his life. Mm -hmm. But where did all that come from, right? It came once again from what he saw, from what he lived, from what he himself had gone through. And so sometimes God allows us to go through something in our life Mm. as traumatic as it is, Mm -hmm. because there's going to be a day when you and I reach back to help people that are going through the very same thing that God delivered us from. And so So again, you know, there's a lot I could say, uh, but I think that's one of the things, again, I found my purpose at a very early age. I'm one of the fortunate few uh, <laughs> that really felt called from God, and I just went for it. I didn't think twice. Uh, nobody talked me out of it. I just went for it headlong, <laughs> head first, and I just said, I'm going to start a church in my living room. Didn't know what in the world I was doing. I just knew God had called me to do something significant in our region, and again, uh, miraculously, it worked, believe it or good. not, you know, <laughs> it worked. And when, you know, when God calls you to do something, you know, we have the faith that God will give you the grace uh, to do it. Uh, but I do want to just encourage people because, again, that's my passion. And I really feel that it's it's my purpose to help people find their purpose. Hmm. And so look over your life. Look at where you've gone, you know, what you've gone through. Look at where God has taken you out from. Look at all of the accessories that God has given you, if you will, including your education, including, you know, uh, maybe your background or your experience. And all of these things are, again, pointing, Mm. in my opinion, to one thing, and that is your God-given purpose. And you will never be more fulfilled than when you are fulfilling God's purpose for your life. Excelente. Muy bien, Pastor Jaime. <laughs> Thank you, bro. We got to bring, bring some es- Español into the conversation. Okay, so, claro so que sí. I'm, taking, claro. I'm taking some notes. Mis notes. Good. I'm taking some notes. <laughs> this is what I'm hearing regarding finding your purpose. I'm hearing you got to make purpose a priority. Mm-hmm. Purpose is a process, and you got to pursue your purpose. And, mm-hmm. and you got to ask yourself some important questions along the journey. Where is God calling you to go? And then don't don't think you got to get there tomorrow. What's one next step to get there? Uh, you mentioned a key indicator of someone who's in their purpose being fulfillment. You, there's there's a sense of satisfaction and fulfillment uh, of in what you're doing. Uh, and then you also mentioned mentioned some of the factors in this 
purpose discovery journey is considering your background, your education, your experiences, your giftings, your passions, your past. I love this, uh, Pastor Jamie. I love nothing will be wasted because even those hard parts of the journey, even when we mess up, because yeah. you mentioned you started early yeah. and I'm sure as a young pastor, you made mm-hmm. some mistakes along the, Hey, by, let's, let's oh, yeah. stop there right now. Can you share maybe, one, <laughs> can you share one of your fails as an early young pastor? Oh my God. I, I, I could probably write a book, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, when you start a church at 20, come on. And, uh, you know, in the hood, like I did, I mean, there's there's a lot of learning experience, a lot of lessons uh, I had to learn. But I think I'll, I'll tell you one. Right. Okay. Okay. And and because it's it's related to this podcast is is not seeking help from the right people. Come on. And I did not early on, I did not surround myself with mm. mentors. You know, I had this passion. I had my personal relationship with God, obviously, which all of us should have. And so I just thought that my zeal, you know, was enough. And but I lacked a lot of wisdom. I lacked a lot of knowledge. Had I known of people like Sam Chan and others, uh-huh. right, I would have done my best to surround myself with people who are on that same journey. Yeah who are farther along than I am. And so I I took a lot of twists. I took a lot of turns. I took a lot of unnecessary detours on my way to purpose because I just didn't find a guide. I didn't find somebody who I could connect with, who I could glean from, who I could learn from to help me avoid some of the pitfalls that were sure to come. And so, and I'll tell you this, that the moment I started connecting with top level leaders, the moment I started going to church conferences and reading books and consuming that knowledge, it was a complete game changer in my life in ministry. I began to grow by leaps and bounds because now I wasn't just growing from my own personal experience. I was learning and growing from the experience of others. And so that 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 learning, if you will, that growth was compounded exponentially because now I'm learning right from guys like John Maxwell. I'm learning from guys like Sam Chan. I'm learning from guys and girls, right, ladies that had already been there and done that. So I'm like, man, why didn't I do this before? Uh, But again, you know that this was before (laughs) the Internet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So we don't we didn't have the technology and the resources that we have today. Uh, But I was a slow learner. I will say that (laughs) I was a slow (laughs) learner, uh, but I've, I've, I've caught up since. Yeah, I've caught up since for sure. Are you ready to take your leadership to the next level? Avail is excited to announce that for a limited time, you can get a free six month trial subscription to the Avail Journal. The Avail Journal was created to equip and empower leaders with everything they need to excel. Read quarterly issues and pick up leadership wisdom from high-impact leaders like Sam Chand, John Maxwell, Tim Tebow, and dozens more. Take the first step in becoming a more effective leader. Sign up for your free six-month trial subscription to the Avail Journal by visiting availjournal.com. Well, I appreciate you sharing that because one of the things we love here at Avail is all recognizing that nobody's perfect and we didn't all have it together. It takes time. You got to learn. So I appreciate that's a great tip for any hey young leaders out there. 
seek out some mentors, seek out some guides who are a little further down the road yeah. because it'll help you immensely. Let's let's segue in the in the direction of reaching your potential. We we focused a lot here on on discovering purpose and this is so important for every single person, especially as a believer in Jesus and discovering how my purpose is connected to what where, where God wants me to be working or you know where, mm-hmm. where God wants me to be leading for those of us who are in ministry, you know, doing that. Now, it's one thing to discover your purpose, but then it's another thing to, to, to reach and to maximize your potential. Unpack some of that for us. Well, this is one of the ways I define potential, right? We, other people might define it differently, but one of the ways I define potential is the place where you and I will give the greatest glory to God. Okay. And so, you know, I want to give God glory, right, with my life, with what I do, but I want to give God the greatest glory, yeah. which means that that if I can reach and maximize my full potential, not half, not not a, a certain degree, uh, but my full potential, then that's the place where I myself will give God the greatest glory possible. And so potential is something that we're all born with. Potential mm-hmm. is something that we all have. Potential, if you will, is the raw material. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean much if all you have is potential. Mm-hmm. You know, that potential needs to translate into performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, that potential, you know, obviously, again, is a process. Mm-hmm. And so you and I know a lot of people with a lot of potential. But for whatever reason, for lack of commitment, lack of discipline, yeah. uh, mismanagement, they just don't ever maximize. And I think, you know, this is one of the uh, the downfalls to a lot of pastors like myself is we see potential in everybody. Sure. You know, we see potential in the guy down the street. We see potential in, in a homeless person. We see potential in that drug addict. We see potential in that business person. We see potential in the single mother. We see potential almost in every single place we can find. Mm. And and the problem is that sometimes we're a little bit more passionate about their potential than they are of their potential. Mm. Mm. That's and good. as much as you try to help people, you know, they just either don't see it or they just don't want the help. And so again, you know, potential is just maximizing the gifts that God is giving you. It's going as far as you can before you leave this earth. It's leaving something behind when you and I are well gone. You know, what will people say? What will people remember? What kind of impact did we have? Yeah. And so and and so, again, I, I think it should it should interest each and every one of us uh, to reach our full potential and not to leave any unused potential. You know, I love what Paul said uh, when he was getting ready to be sacrificed. He said, you know, I've been poured out. You know, like I've given it my all like mm-hmm. there's nothing left. I'm, I'm ready to leave because there's nothing left. And I want you to just really hear that. Think about it, right? He's like, I, I, I was a full cup when I came here. Mm-hmm. I was a young man, full of potential. He said, I'm a little older now. You know, I've written so much of the New Testament. I've started so many churches. I've mentored so many people, uh, sons and daughters, if you will, in the faith. Mm-hmm. I have been poured out. I'm at my last drop. I'm ready to meet God. And I think that's the life you want to live. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to die full. You want to die empty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you want to live full, but you want to die empty. <laughs> you know, you want to say at the end of the day, I've, I gave it my all. Like there's nothing really left for me to give other than loves and laughs and hugs before it's all said and done. But as far as my giftings, as far as my time, as far as my talent, as far as my commitment, as far as my effort. Yeah. I, I gave it my best. 
Yeah. And, and then watch what God will do. Yeah, that's good. You know, I got a visual when you said that. I got the visual. You know, when you rent a car and then you pay for the gas so you could bring it back empty, right? You don't yeah. want to bring it back. You don't want to bring it back full because you already paid for that for that whole other tank. So yeah, yeah. Of course. So now here, here's what I want to do, uh, uh, Pastor Jamie. I have met people in my life, and I know you have leaders and even people at my church who are really incrementing and increasing their potential and then other people who just seem to be complacent seem to be stagnant uh it's it it would be clearly evident to you and to me and anybody who can see this person is not so when you consider people and even leaders who are maximizing to their full potential and others who aren't what are some of the distinguishing factors what are some of the some of the habits that people who reach their potential have? And then what are some of the things that people who aren't, what are they not doing or, or what are they not paying attention to? Yeah, well, I'll say this. I'll say a couple of things is number one, as, as we, we all know, leaders are learners, uh-huh. you know, and leaders are readers and, and, you know, you should never stop growing. I, I, I tell people all the time, the moment you stop growing is the day you start dying. Right. And so we're always growing, you know, we're always giving, we're always learning in order once again with with the hopes that we will one day reach our full potential and say we gave it our all Mm -hmm. now one of the reasons why i think again you know you have some people who who maybe even have the same potential they come from the same family Mm -hmm. you know i think of the prodigal son you know you had one son that stayed one son that left and they had the same father and we see that all the time right people who have the, the same potential but they just don't 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 reach it for whatever reason. Uh, they hear the same messages. They're sitting in the same pews. <laughs> yes. And again, I think it all goes back to you know how much are you going to prioritize your potential? Mm. Uh, I, I I posted this the other day. I said if the devil can't keep you down, he'll keep you busy. Come on. And I think so many of us we're too busy for our own good too busy doing too many things and half of them god never called us to do god never told us to do they were just good ideas Mm -hmm. or they were something somebody told us to do and again unless you are willing this is to me this is the key you have to be willing to let go of what you have lose who you are and jesus said it right i could use a scripture where jesus said if you lose your life you're gonna find it right Right. If you give it all away, you're going to get it back and more. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the kingdom dichotomy. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't make sense. How am I going to give it all away and then somehow get more? How am I going to lay my life down and then somehow find it? But that's really what it takes. Jesus was giving us, if you will, a secret to success that the world will sell you. I don't want to call it a pack of lies, but the world will sell you a certain life, the American dream, call it whatever you want, right? This, This picture of happiness, if you'll do this and if you'll do that and if you'll get... And it's not, Jesus said, life does not consist of the abundance of a thing a man possesses. And so we're chasing this thing that's not the thing at all. That's not what really what God called us to do. 
And so, again, I would just really encourage people, pastors, leaders, uh, entrepreneurs, business people, anyone out there that you would really evaluate your life, evaluate the direction of where you're going. Fast forward, if you will, play the movie forward, say, okay, if I keep going this way in 10, 15, 20 years, am I going to end up in a place that I believe God ultimately called me to? And am I going to end up being the person who I'm going to be satisfied with. And many of us, if we'll just take the time to evaluate that, Virgil, we're going to discover that a lot of us are not headed in a direction, but we're just hoping that one day things will change, right? Uh, We're just living life, going to school, going to work, hoping that one day somehow uh, magically God's will for our life is going to be done. And and it, it unfortunately... It doesn't happen that way. You know, you have to lay down your will yeah. in order for God's will to be fulfilled. Not my will, but your will be done. And again, I don't want those who are watching or listening to think that means ministry. It doesn't mean ministry, right? Ministry is just one aspect sure. of the world that you and I live in. Uh, there's so much out there. God is calling some people to lead in the area of politics. God is some calling some people to find a cure for cancer. God is calling some people to build generational wealth that is going to help feed families. And and so again, let's not be so close-minded, mm-hmm. so small-minded that we think, okay, the Bible is just for you know religious people. Or the Avail podcast is just for people in the church. Or no, no, it's for everybody because yeah. I believe that the life and ministry of Jesus Christ is a model of a man. Now we know he's our Lord and Savior. We're not saying we're not saying he's not, but I believe that that the model that he left us is is really how you and I can reach our full potential in God. Jesus, in my opinion, reached his full potential. He did exactly what he came to do, right? And mm-hmm. so we want to follow that model, and uh, and we want to do the very same thing before, before we leave this earth. Yeah, that's good. I love this conversation. Um, Pastor Jamie, before we share with people how they can kind of be in touch with you and understand what you offer uh, in your ministry and even in your ministry mm-hmm. consulting, um, I have one final question, and I want you to speak to the lead leaders out there, right? Um, to the lead leaders, you know, those lead pastors, those, you know, presidents of organizations, those, uh, you know, executive level um, leaders, just a final thought on why is this so important? When you're the lead leader, why is it so important to help people? And, and by the way, staff and the people that are working under you, right? Discover their purpose and reach their full potential. Like wh- why is this important and, and what impact does that have on the organization? Yeah, well, you know, if you think about, you know, what's what some people have called trickle down economics, you know, and and when you build people, I mean, that is going to come back, that is going to compound, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so I have found in our organization, you know, like I said, we are one of the few Hispanic mega churches, multi site churches in America, Mm. who I believe do bilingual ministry at the highest level. Mm hmm. 
And so we help all kinds of churches. We help Anglo churches, African-American churches, Hispanic churches to kind of crack the code, right? And reach across the aisle, like they say, and and bridge the gap between generations, between languages, so on and so forth. Uh, But I believe that as leaders, your greatest investment is number one, I will say this, is in yourself. Yes, yes, yes. You have to invest in yourself. I'm telling you, you have to invest in yourself. That's why, you know, subscribing to this podcast is an investment. Sure. Buying the books, subscribing to the magazine is an investment. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to read. There's no greater investment than you investing in yourself. Mm-hmm. You are going to be your greatest return. Second to that, right? I, I, I hear Jesus, you know, when he said second to that greatest commandment is this. <laughs> is love your neighbor as yourself, is your second greatest investment is in others. Yes. Is in others. And so I really believe that when we invest in other people, help them discover their purpose and develop their potential, that is going to come back to us in some way, shape, or form. You can never go wrong trying to help people. Good. You can never go wrong trying to help people. And so I think it's in the best interest of every leader, not only to grow themselves, but to grow those around them. And we know that when leaders are growing, they're they're leading growing organizations. Mm -hmm. When people under us are growing, then they're going to find fulfillment, right? They're going to find their potential, and they're going to do everything that needs to be done uh, for the organization. And so that's why I just really encourage people and leaders that are listening at this moment for them to make the investment, number one, in themselves, whatever that looks like for them, but also invest in others. That's your second greatest investment. And then others, you know, is your wife, your kids, uh, you know, and those, those around you, whether they be coworkers, colleagues, or even church leaders. Yeah. So good. I love this. I, I think it'd be great, Pastor Jamie, to share a little bit. Um, if people want to learn more about, about you, the ministries that you lead, and even even the um, kind of ministry consulting aspect of what you do, where can they go to get more information? Uh, they can visit our website, HaimeLoya.com. We have some information on there. We also have a ministry website or a network website, IamNetwork.org. Uh, and then they can follow me on social media, Jaime Loya Ministries. Like I said earlier, a lot of what we do is bilingual for the sake of wanting to reach as many people as mm-hmm. possible. And I would just really encourage uh, those who are watching, you know, that they would consider having some type of bilingual element within their church or ministry. They don't have to, you know, do everything bilingual. They don't have to go to school to learn Spanish or anything, you know. Uh, there's <laughs> enough people out there that can help translate their books and their resources. Uh, and, and you know, that's one thing, and I will say this, Virgil, once again, that's one thing that I really, really admire and love about Sam Chan. Yeah. Is that a lot of his materials are translated in Spanish. Mm-hmm. There's a huge need, as you know, in the Spanish-speaking world. Yeah. Very few people. Now, now some people, yeah, they get their books translated as a matter of a sales tactic. You understand? They just know that there's a demographic out there that wants their books in Spanish and they're going to make those purchases and whatnot. But Sam Chan is not that man. Sam Chan translates his materials 
on purpose strategically because yeah. he sees the need he sees the void and his heart as many people already know is to help people yeah and so that's what i love about him you know is a lot of his materials you can find them in spanish and uh and and he's he's such a generous person and and i just want to encourage those who are watching once again that you get materials translated in spanish that you get some type of mm -hmm. ministry consult consultation uh for that need right in your community or in your region uh to reach the spanish speaking people or even bilingual you know yeah. they're spanish speaking and they're spanish preferred people yeah. who know both english and spanish but they just prefer their native language which is spanish and so again they can find me on social media jaime loya ministries once again they can go on facebook they can go on youtube they can go on instagram twitter all of that uh and one of the things that we do just really quick is we do consult you know we go to conferences uh we're having a conference this coming month we have conferences all the time men women youth pastors leaders mm -hmm. um but should they ever need someone to talk to uh someone to help consult maybe in the area of bilingual ministry, I would be more than happy uh, to help them in that area. Yeah, that's a good word. I want to mention everybody, uh, you can go to jaimeloya.com, get more information, also find him on social media. We have the Avail Journal. We always talk about this. Any new viewers or listeners to Avail, try our free subscription by going to availjournal.com. We just want to put resources in your hands. Same heart that Pastor Jamie has the same heart Dr. Sam Chan has. And here at Avail, we want to put resources in your hands. Avail Journal, get a, tr a free trial subscription. Uh, this has been awesome. Pastor Jamie, can you can you just finish off with a final thought for our leaders? Yeah, yeah. One thing that I was just thinking of, and thank you for the opportunity, is, you know, there's no one-size-fits-all leadership. And, and I think that the trap that a lot of leaders, pastors, business people fall for is, you know, you see this successful guy and I'm not saying don't learn and I'm not saying don't grow. Uh, but you also at the very end of the day, you need to know who you are. Mm -hmm. You need to find your own identity. Right. Yep. And then you need to you need to glean from everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, one of the things that has helped me is say, OK, this is this is the kind of pastor that I am. This is the leadership style that I have. This is the preaching style that I have and, and not try to change who I am or how God made me. OK, That's good. And now, again, I'm going to I'm going to be the best version of myself. I'm going to learn from as many people as I can. Uh, but I do want to I do want to encourage the leaders that are out there. I want to encourage the business people. I want to encourage the pastors uh, that may be listening at this moment, you know, that you would find your unique purpose in God. And that starts with knowing how God has wired you and I, you know, if you're a planner, if you're an administrator, mm -hmm. if you're a preacher, if you're an entrepreneur, don't try to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. One thing we've heard Virgil and I'll, <laughs> and I'll leave you with this is, 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 You'll always fail trying to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. And even if you succeed, you'll only be second best. <laughs> so my recommendation is be yourself, be who God made you, pursue your purpose, make it a priority. And that's the way you and I are going to find and fulfill <clears throat> our full potential in God and on this earth. Love it. Love it. What a great note to finish on. Uh, Pastor Jaime, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on Avail. On behalf of Dr. Sam Chan, Martin Van Tilburg, the whole Avail leadership team, thank you. We honor you 
for your leadership, you and your wife and, and your team. Uh, we're thankful for you and we're proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, everybody, for leaning in once again to the Avail podcast. As always, we're talking about things that matter in your leadership, specifically finding your purpose and reaching your full potential. We hope you've learned some things. And remember to go check out JaimeLoya.com for more information on him and his resources and ministry. Uh, And thanks again for leaning in, everybody. On behalf of Avail, my name is Virgil Sierra, lead pastor of Vertical Church, your host, right here on the Avail podcast every week with an amazing leadership conversation that will help you in the art of leadership. Catch you next time right here on the Avail podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Avail podcast with our guest, Jaime Loya. You can find out more about Jaime on social media and by going to JaimeLoya.com. For more leadership resources, check us out at theartofleadership.com. And make sure to claim your free trial subscription of the Avail Journal at availjournal.com. As always, I'm your Avail podcast host, Virgil Sierra. Muchas gracias. Thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail podcast.